With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blue Moon. You saw me standing alone without a dream in my heart. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair, and we have got a lot to discuss. And since our last show, we had a league defeat to Liverpool. We played Juventus away in the Champions League. Uh, we've qualified, of course, that already. We had a Southampton victory at home, which put us top of the Premier League. And we're through to the semi-finals of the Capital One Cup because of our whole City victory at home. And, of course, we've had a mere £265 million investment. So to discuss all that, we've got Stuart Brodkin. Hello. And we've got Dan Montlake back. Hello. Really good to see you. Let, let's start with that investment, if we can, from China. Uh, I think sort of media capital holdings. Stuart, you're our, you're our China expert. You've been to Hong yeah, Kong. It's close enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's a good deal, isn't it? It sounds like a very good deal, but uh, it's going to be worrying as to whether we can spend some of that money uh, in regard to the fair play rules, you know, financial fair play. I thought that, that had gone away, hasn't it? No, no, we, they've got new rules coming up and we, we're not sure what they are yet. So we may spend some on Guardiola and Messi and then the rest, you know. You can fritter away. I don't know. It's, it sounds like a good deal. And China's a huge uh, hotbed of interest in football and it can only be good, in my opinion. We don't, yeah. need, we don't need the money, Dan, some people have said in the press today. <laughs> well, you're quite right. We don't need the money. But the thing is, though, we always need to promote Man City, don't yeah. we, as a brand? Yeah. And the more shirts we can flog abroad, the better, really. So I remember Sunji High. Well, who would have thought, when I was just thinking that, when Sunji, when right. Sunji made his debut for City, yeah. who would have thought, hey, a few years later, 265 <laughs> million will be Not coming away. Not quite a few. <laughs> he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was. Yeah. The greatest, for what? Well, for, be, for being the Chinese. greatest, the great, for being Chinese <laughs> is the only reason I can think as well. Exactly. Um, let's talk then about, uh, shall we start with the whole City then? Because that's sort of recent, yeah. that, that's, you know the most recent one, and uh, a few changes. Uh, we had uh, Silva with the captain's armband. Um, should we start with him? Because he's a bit special, isn't he? 
Yes, he's a, he's a genius. Last night I said he's Mozart's a genius, Beethoven, Einstein and Silver. They're all geniuses. It's, it's an a overused over word, but in his case I think it's absolutely correct. You can give the ball to Silver in any position, anywhere on the field, and he'll, he will do something with it. Silver's definitely the best player I've seen of my generation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's seven, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the last two seasons. He's the greatest City player in the last two seasons, David Silver. <laughs> the vision of the man. I mean, yeah. the, the ability to pick someone out in the box, um, the, actual, the actual thought process, he's always thinking two, two stops ahead. Yeah. Um, the overlapping runs he makes, especially when Zabba was playing, down the wing to, to, play, to play him in. Um, the guy's just a magnificent footballer and creates the, the space, the awareness. He basically makes Man City tick. Absolutely. He's, in an He's the heartbeat. Formation. He's the heartbeat. Ab- and I, I don't think last night Hull had any plans whatsoever to stop him. They'd, he pops up everywhere, so does De Bruyne. I just think they said, well, they're going to play, they're going to play us off the park. What are we going to do? Man, what can that. we do? I mean, it's fine sitting here now with 4-1 yeah. under our belt, but it kind of, you know, the 10 minutes before yeah. half-time, you know, it was only 1-0. And to be fair, I think we took our foot off the gas. And for that last 10 minutes of the first half, you know, they could have nicked a goal on the break and yeah. it would have been very different. So they didn't have a plan, but up until half-time, it, you know, it could have been very different. Yeah, when it's 1-0 in any game like that, where, the, where there could be extra time and penalties, it's always dangerous. But I didn't think they had much of a threat going forward. And uh, even though Mangala made a couple of mistakes, Otamendi was brilliant in defence. Caballero's handling was good. Uh, I just didn't, you know, it took us to 80 minutes to put the game to bed, but I think it was always going to happen. I think had it been nil-nil for maybe 45 minutes, the crowd might have got on their backs a bit. But, you know, there wasn't any need for that. Let's pick up on Otamendi, if, if I can. I yeah. mean, a bit, bit of a brute, wasn't he, last night? He didn't, it was like a brick wall. The guy's unbelievable. I mean, he's got a great beard to start with. So, I mean, you've really <laughs> got to applaud that. Um, but I, th- I think... He borders on the line of almost assault, but does it in a technical, professional way that he manages to get away with it. If those tackles are mistimed by one second more, he's off the pitch. But he's just an absolutely quality defender. But of course... Alongside him... Alongside (laughs) him is take your pick at the moment of defenders who are struggling... Do we do we know when Vincent is back? Because obviously, you know, Otamendi of weeks, I think. it's still going to be. So yeah, we're going to have yeah. to stick with Mangala yeah. or Di Michelis, and, yeah. and they're the two you're talking about. So who do you want to kick off with first, then, Dan? Well, I, I was just going to I was just going to say that basically, I think we really should have keep, kept Jason Denier, who went off to Galatasaray, because for me, he's an awesome prospect, and Mangala at the moment is struggling without company alongside of him. Di Michelis hasn't got the legs anymore. Otamendi, while he's a very good player doesn't have the tactical ability at this moment in time maybe it's a language thing I don't know but he he can't sort of marshal the defense as well at the moment so that's my I think at the moment Mangala without company next to him is a is a liability in the Premier League I thought last night playing against championship uh, players at a sort of slower pace and lesser abilities he would have had a good game but he didn't I just I think his confidence is shot to pieces Uh, in a way I was surprised he didn't play Di Michaelis from the start last night well, if you, if you look at Dimakalis and Mangala playing together, or you look at, um, well, Dimakalis playing with anyone at this moment in time, well, we, we, <laughs> we have been taking a battering with yeah. him at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's not the player he was towards, uh, well, 
towards the end of his first season and in fact the second season with us yeah. um, I think he's already got his mind on heading back home um, and or from, the MLS he might be going to the MLS apparently or the MLS um, I just think when we've come up against decent uh, attacking forces against Spurs for example or against Liverpool we've got absolutely turned over because without company we just don't have yeah. that we just don't have that guidance and, and just sort of going back think, thinking of Hart's injury just introducing that you know starting the game with Caballero again who I thought his distribution was very good and that's the one advantage he has over Hart of course <laughs> just to sort of throw that on but that's, what, that's what didn't Pellegrini say that exactly, when he came that, yeah. exactly that was the and thing bought him for his distribution exactly, you could I have bought I... a postman <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sort of going into the game, did, did, he didn't have a bad game, I suppose, Caballero last night. He, he, he... No, he's, he's, he's done okay, but it doesn't fill you with the confidence no. that Joe Hart fills you with, does he? He wasn't really tested last night, to be fair. No, I mean, I, don't, I think he's kept one clean sheet so far, and last night was going to be his second clean sheet, <laughs> and he was minutes, seconds away from keeping yeah. that second clean sheet, and, well, there it went again. So, Listen, we're one. We're through, through to the semi-finals. We're talking negatively. Can I turn it back sort of to the positives? And we talked about um, the genius Merlin, the magician, uh, Silver. Um, the greatest player you've ever seen in the last five Fabulous minutes. Fabulous player. I think we all know Stuart and my favourite player, and we, we go back a bit further than you, and uh, yep. King Colin gets another mention uh, on the Man City show. Uh, can I mention sort of two players who stood out for me last night, as well as Otamendi, because I've got him written down, but De Bruyne, who has been out of sorts the last couple of games, uh, or previous to that, but the last yep. two games he's really come back into it and, and really looked like the sort of... He looked like the Chelsea reject everybody was talking about, but now he looks like the 50-odd million bargain buy that we've, we snapped up. I think he does have moments when he switches off. Very often he'll be on the sort of halfway line, play a ball, and then just not take part in that attack, which I find staggering. But when he's on his game, he is, he is another genius, possibly. Not yet, but he will be. If he took the goals... I don't know what happened with that free kick... It, I think the goalkeeper and the full-back were waiting for each other to go for it. The, the goalkeeper was very, very upset with that. I think Mark Schwartz said last night he never had anybody on the line. He just... There was no one else to blame if he'd missed it. It looked as if he couldn't score from that Well, I think position. it was one of those situations, yeah. wasn't it, where yeah. clearly the defender thought the goalie was going to go for yeah. it. And the go- you know, as someone who has played in goal, in those situations, that's very got well. to... Thank you. <laughs> that, 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 I've never played anywhere very well. But, but when I did it, you know, those situations, it's got to be the goalie's ball. Yeah, surely, surely he's got yeah. to go for it in that situation. I think you've got to blame the keeper in that situation. Yeah. You can't have the man on yeah. it. So, so De Bruyne, he's impressed you the last couple of games, Dan? I think he's a quality player, a quality acquisition. I think he can do everything and he can do it well. And what he can do... Most the best out of all our players is actually put a quality ball in the box, yeah, yeah. Um, and even that statue bony from time to time, it might just hit his head and roll in. <laughs> so you never know. But I think he's had to take on a lot of responsibility, KDB, um, and now with Aguero coming back fit and Sterling the other side and Silver behind them, I think those well four, four musketeers, let's say, I think they're just going to be quality together. I think we're going to see our team. If we can keep them all fit... But we can't. We haven't been able to. That's the no. problem. We've said that at the start. And we, how many, have they played one game together, all four of them? Or they started? I think it's one game they've started. Yeah. The, the, can I just go back to Dan's remark about the statue of Boney? I, I, I think that's a little bit unfair. I think um, we were talking before the programme began about how he was a hero at Swansea. Now he's just an understudy to, to a great player like Aguero. I think it's difficult for him to fit in. Uh, he's had injuries, which he's never had before in his career. He's not been able to deal with them as well as he might have done. Um, I think he has got some good touches. I think he's good in the air. I think he's strong. He ought to just be a, a bit more direct and not 
have too many of these flashy little back heels. I think he took his goal quite well last he night, did. to be fair. He did. Like, fair yeah. enough, you know, De Bruyne's shot was brilliant and, and beat the keeper all ends up. But there were a couple of defenders who could have got there first. Yeah. Bonnie got there first and he had to hit it first time and, and, and he hit the target and I thought he took it quite well. I think the problem with him is he's not dynamic enough for where we're heading as a football club and, and as a team. When you see Barcelona moving with the small, with the Suarez and the Messis and the, the rest of the guys, they move and their interplay is so great. Now, if he's not moving around um, in a position ready to, ready to score, and I think a striker's responsibility is to score goals... Um, then he probably doesn't deserve his place in a team. Whereas someone like Aguero, he's always sat on on the back of the last man, ready to make yeah. that move forward. And that urgency of moving us up the field isn't created by Boney if he's stood still waiting for the ball to do to that. We, we don't play to his tactics. It's like Liverpool; they take Benteke out of their team and they'll play someone like Sturridge or or smaller guys who are quicker to to play that formation, which which we're looking to play. How does he compare, say, with Ian Archer, in your opinion? For me, um, Boney is obviously a seasoned professional um, and did very, very well at Swansea and worked well in that system. However, since he's come to us, he doesn't seem to have the, the clued-upness, the awareness, the vision also, um, which, which, which we need. And I think Ian Nacho actually has got all the qualities to make a decent striker. He's got pace, he's got power, he's got vision... And I think, think he would fit into that Sergio role better and I would have him as the number two striker now. I, right. thought, I thought he took his goal really well. I know, OK, Sterling, you've got to say, did a fantastic job down the left, brilliant cross, but the, 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 the ground that the young lad, you know, yeah. covered, yeah, yeah, did, you know, yeah. to get there was fantastic. And he was between two players, yeah, which is, one was almost on his shoulder and absolutely. much bigger than him and he managed to get his foot in there, you know. What attackers hate more than anything, sorry, defence hate yes. more than anything, is pace. Yeah, sure. And Inacho can run past. Bonnie can't. Bonnie can't. No. Can I throw one other name on the table as well while we're talking? And someone who I think, again, in the last couple of days has really sort of, couple of days, couple of games, has really come through, and that's uh, the snake from the villa. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Yeah, he was. He, he looked good last night, and he's looked good in every game he's played. I think even the cameo, the cameo performances he's put in. You know, he's looked very good. He's he's strong. He's he's got a good touch. You know, he, he should have scored last night. I thought he he came through, and I don't know what happened. He just lost it. But yeah, he's good. I like him. Fabian, love him. Great. <laughs> Adds energy to the midfield. Reminds yep. me of Nigel De Jong coming in. Um, him, Fernandinho, Fernando in the midfield. For me, Yaya Torre, once a great player. There was times <laughs> a year ago... Time where, to move on. Where he was... Yaya's gone already. Well, Yaya's legs Yaya's have, Yaya's legs have gone. gone. There was a time against West Ham a season Head, and a half he, I've ago. I've heard head's gone. <laughs> Yaya's gone. Yaya's gone. This is official... Yeah. Listeners to the Man City show. Yaya's gone. Sorry. Yaya has gone. Yaya has Stuart, gone. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? <laughs> he's, left, he's left the building. Yaya has gone. I think gone. he's still got some games in him, but uh, I don't know. Games. Maybe he's last season. But I, he's been a great player for us. Come on. Do you remember the last time Yaya picked up a ball in the centre circle and ran like he used to against West Ham? We ran the whole length of the pitch and literally no one could stop Villa. him. Villa. Villery did that, didn't he? Remember that? What, that nil-nil draw? No, the 4-0 <laughs> win. Oh, OK, sorry. 
Yeah, well, it's been a while though, hasn't it? It has, it has. <laughs> so maybe just pick him sparingly for the bigger games. Yeah, put him in against yeah bigger games, yeah, Leicester City. Well, and... interestingly, I think one of the former uh, Villa uh, players said that Delph has the potential to be a new Frank Lampard or that sort of player that right. can actually go forward because he's, actu- he's yeah. actually can score a few goals. So maybe that's a position he can play into a bit more. Can, can I talk about injuries as well? Because I think, you know, Delph is one of those players who's come back and, and actually we've, you could argue, hold on, Man City, you know, richest club in the world, you know, what are you complain about injuries for with the depth of squad that you've got? But actually, you know, we've had a, yeah. probably more of a problem this season than I can remember in the last few years. The injuries so. seem to happen to our best players, the spine, uh, heart, company, uh, Aguero, those players, and Silva, probably our four best players. And they've all been injured, whereas some of the other players never get injured. Mangala had fortunately had a couple of weeks off. You'd like, of days you'd like off. Mangala and Navas to get knackered in training. Very, very, much, so, very much so, yeah. yeah? <laughs> no, but I mean, it, I don't know what it is, whether they're overtraining or trying too hard. I don't know. A lot of big teams, I mean, Arsenal have got the same mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Aguero particularly has had, you know tremendous number of he's missed a tremendous number of games for us but you know well if if, if you're talking about Arsenal and I was speaking to my Arsenal mate today and he told me Cozzola's knee's done in and Sanchez is going to miss the City game well actually since the 2015 since the beginning of this season 2015-2016 Man City have had 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 35 injuries Arsenal have only had 24 injuries. Yeah. We've had 11 more injuries. We are the top of the injury table. Man United next at 31. We have got the new Stato on the Man City show. Yeah, I, I knew. I always come prepared. <laughs> Impressive <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but there's a real chance of some silverware here, isn't it? Now, so obviously through to yeah. the semi-final. Silverware, good yeah. one. Good one. Yeah. But, but there is. You yeah, know, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we've got. You know, we're in the semi-finals. It's two legs. You know, we've we, got to fancy us. Fancy yeah, us over two legs against anybody. Sure. Absolutely. We? We're hundred. Well, we're 180 minutes from Wembley. Not far. Not far away. I think the key to our season this season is getting company fit. For me, if companies fit, the attack will take care of itself and we'll score the goals. Just we've got to sort out the defence. Yeah, exactly. There was a chance when we played Southampton uh, last week where Tadic just ran straight through, one-on-one with the keeper, just ran through the midfield, ran through the defence. And you just don't, you wouldn't see that happening with company. Yeah. He would just marshal it better. Can we talk about the other competitions? Because, you know, we're one of the few clubs around who could actually go for the quadruple, and that is being talked about, as it was last year for a while. So, you know, we're, we're still in the FA Cup, I think. Wow. Yep. Which is, which is I'm, I'm excited. Yep. Uh, yep. The, ru- the run we've had there has just been amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Unbe- unbeaten. I Not conceded a goal. I, I don't think we conceded a goal, so clean right. sheets all round. Uh, and even Navas has looked good in all of those games. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Champions League... Um, we, we're through. We were through before we played Juve. But it's um, quite an important game coming up against Borussia if we want to be top of the group. You know. Is that important? Yes, <coughs> very much so. No, really, it is. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, we've, we've because we weren't top of the group in our last two seasons. We've ended up playing Barcelona. Come on. But it's out of our hands now, isn't it? If, if Juve win or draw, then we can't do anything about it. Okay, but so. it's still important that we go for a win against Borussia Mönchengladbach. It's not going to happen. Uh, but we're through. So, uh, so we're through, uh, and that's good. Uh, Premier League, then. I just want to talk, um, bef- before we move on, cause I've got a couple of things I just want to cover. But, but from the Premier League point of view, um, the result against Southampton after the Liverpool loss was important, wasn't it, that we came back yeah. and we, uh, we performed there. And uh, 3-1 against uh, Southampton sort of highlights for you, Dan? Yeah, we, we, we did all right about gain Southampton, but although there was times, again, with the defence where we were having a few issues, um, I think 
I think overall, yeah, it was a nice morale-boosting win, but we still have not clicked yet. And the frightening thing is we're top of the league, we're in all the cup competitions. When we click, we're just going to take some stopping. Absolutely. It wasn't convincing, but um, we're, not as, we're not where we were before Aguero was injured. But um, if we can get our players back, like Dan says, we'll be fine. A couple of other things before before we go. Um, and I know that uh, Dan, you've been you're only seven, so you've only been supporting us for two years because <laughs> Silver's yeah. the only player you've ever seen in the sky. I love Silver. Shows. You like Silver. Love Silver. Did you mention that? No, I love Silver. <laughs> uh, that the club have obviously been consulting with the fans about uh, the logo, the badge, mm-hmm. uh, and they've now announced that it is going to be a round badge. Mm. Um, and I just uh, wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Have you applied for your tattoo to be removed off your back? Well, I was going to, and I think I was going to tie that it's in. Not on his back. Actually. I was going to tie that in <laughs> seriously with the two hundred and sixty-five million because I think that's what we need it for. Because yeah. I think they're also saying that they're quite expensive. You, those laser treatments. And, yeah. and, and you yeah. imagine if every fan who's had it, because there is a regular contributor to the show who has an, a, a current badge on his body, inked mm. on his body, okay. and. Uh, if you ask the question, I might be able to tell you who it is. But I wonder if he's going to get... We should ask him when he's on the show whether he's going to apply for a grant to the club <laughs> to get it removed from the £265 million. But uh, is, is, should we be changing our badge? Is, that, is it just all, it's all about marketing? It's all about the brand? Is that what it is? Yeah. is, is well, that, it is it very much so, but I, I don't, I'm not that uh, fussed out of the way. I don't like the, the, the one at the moment, particularly. So you're happy to go with a round one with a re- yeah. red rose of Lancaster and you know the Something. Manchester Ship Canal? A blue rose, surely. <laughs> it's not. It's absolutely not. No, I think, got... I, I think it's great. Uh, it takes me back to the, the old badge, and uh, I, think, I think it's a good way to go. And consulting the fans is, is a great way to get them involved and uh, yeah, shows that they care about the club, basically. Predictions? For what? Stoke the badge? away? No. No. Uh, our brand new iPhone app has been updated and is absolutely free at the iTunes uh, store. It's a thing of beauty with all your shows there, videos, news, etc. Download it and leave us a nice review, please. And all the links to our Facebook page, Twitter and details of our fantastic phone app are all at citypodcast.net. And join us on Facebook and Twitter, which is at citypodcast. So Stoke away then. 1-0. To Stoke? To City. Crouch is out. 2-0 to City. De Bruyne and Sterling. Won't be that easy. They're, they're actually playing okay, Stoke. You know. Love Mark Hughes, don't we? We did. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I ever did, actually. I, I, quite, I liked him. Did you? Why? Yeah, he's, he know. was a red. He was he always said all red. the right things in, in the first press conference. No, but he was a red. I never, ever liked I could never okay. find myself liking him. Okay. He's a red. Okay, so was Tevez. You, you, you were still in nappies. You don't know what we're talking about, do you, Dan? No, no. idea what you're you talking heard about. Of Mark Hughes. No. Mark Hughes. No. No, no. Not. <laughs> no idea. Listen, uh, it's a great pleasure to have Dan Malt. I can't even say it now. Dan Maltlake back and Stuart Brodkin. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.